What's up, you guys? I'm Danielle. And I'm Kiara, and welcome to episode three of Oh No, She Didn't. Today's episode is called Bitch, That's Toxic. Yes, bitch, that is toxic, and that's exactly what the fuck we're talking about in this episode today. We're going to be talking about, you know, what are our toxic traits? What are toxic traits that we've come across? We're also going to be talking about our moments that we have gone completely batshit psycho. Um, But we wanted to end this episode, you know, with a good vibe. So lastly, we're going to be talking about, you know, how to keep your peace. We are on some Janae Aiko shit today. So Let's just get into episode three. So we all know everybody is toxic in one way or another. I don't care if you think you're the most perfect person on this whole entire earth, but I know that you're toxic regardless, or you have some toxic traits going on. Period. We all do, do, right? Yeah, no, we all, all of us have toxic traits, whether we fucking admit it or we don't. (laughs) We're all toxic beings in our own way, and- you know, you got to respect the ones that at least can take accountability for, like, the shit that they be doing to other people. I wish we had a sign that goes, accountability, yay, <laughs> like, around, like, as we do it. Um, have those little highlight pop-ups. But Kiara is completely right. Accountability is a very big portion of this. If you want to be an adult, it's important that you take a step back, look at your toxic traits, take accountability for it, right. and basically try to work on them, right? Right. You just, you just want to try and be your best self, but first to like getting rid of your toxic traits is recognizing what they are. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, what are our toxic traits? Because we took a step back this week and we were like, Hey, (laughs) we need to reflect. We need to talk about toxic traits. And we were like, Oh no, like and we don't want to let the world know how toxic we are but <laughs> and you know I I wrote down at least like five different points of toxic traits that I have and I don't know how many Danielle has we're we're gonna hear we've never discussed them um with each other so this is gonna be like real reactions yes I have no idea what she's gonna say maybe we're gonna agree <laughs> and maybe we're gonna be like on two different paths I don't know about that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So we'll, we'll let's just get into it. So Kiara, what what are like some toxic traits that you have? Maybe I have some. Okay, so I'm gonna go over my first one, which is ghosting. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I just like I don't know like if there's like levels to ghosting and why I do it. Okay, so there's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit. So okay. sometimes. I ghost people when I don't know how to, I, I, it's almost like I'm being too nice in a way, but like I'm a bitch for ghosting, but like, I'm trying to go about it as like a, please just like, I hope you get the message type of way. You don't want to tell them, Hey bro, like, I don't like you at all. Like you need to leave me alone, but you don't know how to say it. So you just gotta, yeah. So it's like, you kind of just start weaning them off and you're like, yeah. (laughs) you're like okay like hopefully you know one day goes by you don't text them maybe two and then they try to text you (laughs) and then you like text them here and there and like you know you just slowly start cutting them off yeah and like I think that's such a bad toxic trait of mine because it's not a it's not a good thing you know you're hurting somebody else's feelings it's about communicating you know and I think that's something I definitely need to work on is just being like more communicative 
I need to be. <laughs> no, I, I just so. I just need to express how I feel more and just mm. you know tell it like it is, regardless regardless if it hurts the person or not. But the other part of the ghosting is, I be peeping the red flags from the jump. But like since I have been through toxic shit before, yes. Once I peep like a little ounce a to- of toxicity, <laughs> you're like cut. <laughs> I like immediately cut it off mm-hmm. and I guess that's not really good at the same time because one it makes me look kind of like jaded yeah. in a way but it's my way of like protecting myself but also I'm not giving anyone a chance to even try you know yes. like exactly you, that's what you, I was just gonna say how you don't even you haven't even really like gotten yeah. to truly like know them as a person yet and you're already cutting them off so it must be hard yeah. for you to like find somebody because like girl I know you picky I'm really picky. <laughs> I'm so, so that picky. mixed with that yeah. is like really hard. <laughs> yeah, so then I just end up cutting everybody off because I'm like, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But like, I need mm-hmm. to realize like there is no perfect. And I also need to be more, more like open to like just getting to know people. Like I'm just so yeah. fast to cut people off because like after wasting, like, you know, not really wasting, but after being with somebody for five years, you know, you just kind of like, you're just done with the bullshit. Yeah, like yeah, you, you peep sense. some shit and you're like, I don't even want to waste my time. I already know the answer. I already know the outcome to that. So like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I so understand. I just start dismissing everybody. <laughs> and and you, that, can, you can get cut. And that's why I'm single. So, <laughs> Kiara. So yeah. I mean, I have to agree with you. Ghosting is one of them. But I'd say the number one toxic trait that I have is when things get hard or when I'm upset. I kind of have a fight or flight complex. Bitch. So for me, it's like, (laughs) if something happens that I don't like, and (laughs) I guess my head or basically like what time of the month it is depends on how my response is going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I will either blow shit up and make you have the worst day ever, or (laughs) I will just leave. Like I will just go ghost. Like I will not talk. I will not reach out. Like I will not do anything. And it is so fucking toxic. Like that is not okay at all. Like I'm okay to admit I'm like not afraid to admit it because I come from a family that has a lot of anger issues. So like when I am mean, when I'm like upset, I'm really upset. I say a lot of stuff I don't mean. Yeah, bitch. I just, I can't control myself. It's almost like word vomit. And I know that's crazy. It's, but I go below the belt. Like, honestly, it's, that's another thing I was going to touch on like later. But mm-hmm. since we're already talking about it, like I need to not talk when I'm upset because I'd be saying anything and everything that comes to my head and I don't give a fuck. It's just like exactly. you you go X games mode, you go savage mode. Like, yeah. Yeah. Immediately everything leaves your head. And then once you're like calm, you know, you actually could have hurt somebody's feelings. And you're just like, like, what the fuck? fuck? Like I'm I so fucked sorry. up. Yeah. yeah. Like that it's fucked up. Like it really is. It's a toxic trait. You know, you shouldn't especially when I have said things to like my ex boyfriend that he has told me like in private. Like, you know, things that have, like, hurt him. Yeah, you can't, and like, use things I have, in the past that I they told have, you to, like... I have used some of them when <laughs> I was really upset. And I, I've i done it, I think, once or twice and never again because I was just like, that's so... It's so not right, you know? 
I mean, at least you can acknowledge it. Like for me, like I need some, that's my fight portion, right? So my flight portion is that like, I will just literally leave, like even in a heat of a moment, like I will just listen and I'll just look at them and I'll leave like that spot right then and there. Like I don't yeah. want to talk or anything, but it's because I'm aware of that when I'm upset, I like, and I'm pushed to a certain point, I will say a bunch of mean stuff. Mm -hmm. So in order to prevent that from happening, I haven't found like the medium for it, which is basically like being able to communicate without like yelling. Actually, I have. I really have perfected that. Like not until actually like this, this relationship that I'm in though. But right. um, like the flight portion, like I would literally just get up and go. And it's because I don't want to say anything mean. And at in the same point, like it's when you do that, when you get up and go, you're letting that person know, like basically your feelings aren't valid right now. I'm not trying to hear it. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Right. And that's what they think. But what you're thinking in your head is, I don't want to say anything I don't mean. I don't want to react crazy or do anything crazy. So let me right. just like leave the situation, go home and have some time to think about it or think about my actions and my, how I feel mm -hmm. and the whole entire subject. And then we'll come back to it another day or like later on today. Yeah. Sometimes so. though, like if I don't want to like, if I just leave, honestly, it's because like, I just have nothing else to say. Like, there's no coming back from the situation. There's, like, yeah. no solution. Like, there's just, like, I think when you get to a certain point in your relationship where you're fighting so often mm -hmm. that, like, you almost lose fight. And you just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you no, don't you, want to have you, to explain yourself. Like, you just you waste can't your breath. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. It's like talking to a brick wall, basically. Like, this event happened or this happened already. Like we're already getting mad about something that happened in the past. On top of that, like what's the point of talking to somebody if like they're not hearing you, they're really not hearing you. They're really not trying to understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And they're more so worried about like proving the point than actually like working on the whole entire subject as a whole. Yeah. And guess what, bitch? That's toxic. <laughs> like that's how you know. Like, it's yeah. toxic. Anytime, like, once you start getting into that, like, that mindset of just yeah. walking away and just not even trying to fight for whatever you're fighting over, it's just, you're I feel like that's, mentally. I feel like that's when you're just like, yeah, no, like, I'm done. That seems to me like you're just mentally checked out of the relationship at that point. Like, you're over it. Like, your, your body just won't physically let you leave. Right. I think that I think that's where it comes to like your mental connection with them or usually when you're in those types of relationships, it has to do with like um, codependency. Yeah, it's your codependency. It's like, yeah, you love that person, but like you also rely on them at the same yeah. time. So it's like, yeah, you're not happy, but you just don't want to leave. But also there's yeah. a lot of underlying factors of like why people don't leave. Um I'm sure we'll get a, into like an episode where we really go into depth about like relationship stuff. Mm -hmm. Another, so we kind of talked about this already, but another one of my traits I said was like bad communication on my mm -hmm. end because like we what? were just talking, just like what we were talking about, you know, like I expect people to like know sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I just, just like you, I like walk away. I'm just like, I'm not, like, if you don't know, like, I don't care. I'm just like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, and that's, that's not good. And then another one of mine, since we kind of already talked about all that stuff is, I call it 
La La Land, all right? And what La La, what La La Land is, it's my non, it's my irrational thinking. Um, okay. It's, it's my ones where I think this relationship will go well. Like, I'm like, yes. even though there's so many irrational factors to it like oh mm-hmm. he lives there and I live here like no we can still make this work and like you mm-hmm. kind of like get into like a thing with them and then you just I later come to my senses like there's just no way that this can work and I make my exit and yeah. then that kind of leaves the person being like hey like what they're happened hung. they're just like hung yeah. on the string and they're like hey like did yeah, you like forget you, about me like, like yeah we were just good like what yeah at the end of the day like I end up coming to my senses and I'm like hey Kiara like this won't work and immediately it's like a fucking switch yeah I can just like somebody and then like drop it once I come to my senses it's the weirdest shit in the world and I either ghost or I just distance myself and then it just ends it's toxic it's It's toxic because we're working on it at the end (laughs) of the day you guys we're working on this and I'm listening because honestly as Kiara's talking about her her toxic traits like or characteristics that she possibly may have I'm thinking like hey I have the same fucking ones like we're pretty similar dude <laughs> weird what's your other ones um so I'd say another big one for me and you let me know if you believe this is true or not okay. mine's like clinginess and codependency I'd say which how you feeling I feel like I am like about you <laughs> Like, for me, yeah. Like, that's a toxic trait for me. Like, when I'm with someone, like, I want to spend, like, every single fucking waking moment I think that's also just them. just you as a person. Like, you're just a very loving, you're nurturing right. person. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, friendships and relationship-wise, yeah. like, that's just how you are. But, like, I feel like knowing your background, when people come close to you like that, like, you just cling to them. Because... Yeah. You love them. Yeah. But yeah. that's not, I don't think it's like toxic. It becomes toxic when you're with somebody who's toxic. Because <laughs> then, <laughs> then you slowly, it just turns into like this very toxic relationship, you know? I, um, do you, you, you notice that, by the way? When you are in like, say you're doing fine, right? And then you start dating someone who has a lot of like, jealousy per se like Mm -hmm. you know jealousy or any type of toxic trait yeah at first you're starting off good because you're not dealing with that because you don't have those underlying issues but then you start like you know dating them and getting close to them and they are like a very jealous person or something like that a very insecure person and you start picking that up because they're constantly accusing you or constantly like you know like basically projecting (laughs) right (laughs) they're basically projecting onto you and so like you Mm -hmm. pick up all these like insecure traits as well like does that happen to you has that ever happened to you give me one more example so oh my gosh okay so basically (laughs) when I was like I have one because when I was like 18 I was in this relationship with this dude for like a few years actually like a couple years and um he was very insecure like very insecure like are you talking like are you talking like he would be insecure so you would change what you wear or change what you do so that he feels more comfortable basically yeah like I'd have to control like the things that I posted like certain things that I posted like couldn't be posted you know like what I wear like definitely was a factor it was always like being said as to how what I wear and how I wear and you know me and 
I freaking dress damn near kind of like you too. Like we're Kauai girls. So like, it's kind of like we wear tube tops Crop and shorts and yeah. <laughs> everything is short and booty yeah. shorts and some flip flops. So like, that's literally my wardrobe a lot of the time, like, especially in the summertime. And like, I could like literally like, I can walk out the house with it, but like, I definitely have like something, somebody would definitely have something to say about it. So like, just things like that, just projecting like, yeah, like and then, thinking, and then, what are you doing? Where are you at? Like constantly, you know, like yeah, and then going you kind of just phone. start absorbing all of that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I haven't, likes, like, haven't, you know, my ex boyfriend wasn't crazy on that. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't even trip, honestly. Like, cause I, yeah. I just think he didn't give a fuck. Not only just about me, but just about everybody else. But also, like, I didn't give a fuck. I posted whatever I wanted. I just, he, I think it just depends on the person. But since I was with him for so long, like, he just honestly didn't give a Good. fuck. You guys were just comfortable. You knew what was right, like, what was separated, like, right from right and what's wrong from wrong. Like, honestly, I just, be- I really just think he didn't give a fuck. Like, he really did not give a fuck what I did. Why? I don't know. We're going to say that for another day. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's just like that. Damn. Okay. He, he's literally just like that. But that's sometimes bothersome to me because. Yes. I mean, if you think about everything that I went through with him, because obviously, you know, like, I wouldn't get a bunch of compliments. I wouldn't get, so it's just like, I just think. So that's another toxic trait that we can say, honestly. (laughs) He never hyped me up. Juice the fuck up. How the fuck could somebody be with someone as bad as you and not fucking hype you up? Yeah, you know, I I don't know. (laughs) Like, honestly, I guess that dimmed my confidence a lot. And I was always seeking attention, trying to get his attention. Well, not even from like other places, but media. I was I was trying really to get his attention and it like made my self-confidence go down so much because like I felt like I was just never good enough. And yeah. when he cheated on me, um, that just brought it to like an all-time low and I really just felt like absolutely nothing because I was like, he never compliments me. He never hyped me up. If he does hype me up, it's like, oh yeah, you look okay. Yeah. And then he cheated on me, and then, you know. Wow, I really hate him. (laughs) And then, you know, like. like, What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's project. I feel like that's his own way of projection, though, in a sense. Like, the silence is violence, Loki, in his situation. But also, you know what he revealed to me, like, way later, like, this year? He was like, I just don't like girls with, like, big social media followings, and I just don't like. He, I think he just doesn't like girls who, like, get all the attention so I felt like he felt like I didn't deserve that attention because he already knows that I should know that I'm like a bad bitch you know but he never wanted to acknowledge I mean it just made no fucking sense but it's it's toxic you just wanted to hear it from him that's the only person you really cared about and like that's that's literally how I work like I care about how the earth like how people close to me like I really don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about me in Mm -hmm. general um, I only care about like my really close circles. So my mom, my dad, my sister, like you, my yes. my best friend Cammy, um, and whoever I'm like fucking around with, you know? Like those are the only people other than that, like I really, I really just don't opinions are irrelevant. Yeah. I really don't give a fuck. Um, but that's just how I feel. But yeah, it was toxic. Toxic. It's a toxic trait. You need to hype your girls up. Friends and girlfriends like yeah i have my mans up all the guys that I'm, with, I'm like 
you look fine as hell today. Per usual. Like, it's just like always like, men really don't need to do shit, but I'm going to save that for another day too. <laughs> they really just got to get a haircut. That's about fucking it. <laughs> What's your other toxic trait? Um, I got two more. I'm a fucking angel, so I don't have any. No, I'm kidding. I don't fucking, <laughs> I honestly like can't think of them. So like, also like, I'm mean as shit. Like I said, I'm just really rude and I'm really mean. Like, I'm <laughs> upset. Like, it's Good not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really mean. Like, I definitely, like, have. One time I asked my one of my ex-boyfriends. Like, this is a long time ago, but I asked him, like, what are my toxic traits? And he's like, are you sure you want to hear this? And I'm like, yes, oh. I want to hear this. Like, we're exes. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? And he was like, honestly, like, you're such a sweetheart. You're very sweet. You're very loving and kind and caring. But when you are I upset, agree. it's fucking weird. Like, it's, it's, you're so angry, like, you're, you're, when you're me- mad, like, you're very mean, like, you're, like, you're, like, a different person. vein, yeah, like, veins coming out of your head, like, but you're yelling, you're screaming. You're, like, a Libra, so it's, like, one scale, or the other scale, I feel like you almost, I mean, Libra is supposed to be balanced, but mm-hmm. I also feel like your scales are either one side <laughs> or the other side. yeah. So I'd, I'd say that. And then also one more that I know for a fact happens to be like, it is, uh, I think this is a toxic trait that I have with like, not just like a significant other or any dating ex- in a dating aspect, but just in general mm-hmm. is that I can definitely get in my feelings like way too much. Like I allow them to control my whole entire day, basically. I will, I will agree to that. As a friend, I, as a friend, I I agreed to that. And, you know, I, I try really hard to like pull her out of her head and just try and like, you know, encourage her and, and put her into like a right mindset. Cause I know she gets super overwhelmed with things. Yeah. Fast. PR knows that I'm a sensitive being. Like, <laughs> I really am so fucking sensitive. Like it's not. It's just like somebody who doesn't even know me. Like could be like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like while I'm walking on the side of the road, and I'll call up PR and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like someone <laughs> just called me. Like told me this. I was walking on the, on the fucking sidewalk, and she'd be like, "Dude, like just chill out. Like you know, you're never gonna see that person again." Like yeah, no. You know, like, if if Daniel has a really bad day. And one thing, go, one thing goes wrong, she immediately jumps to thinking that, like, now 50 million things in her day is going to go wrong. And then they do start going wrong because law of attraction. Law of attraction. And I'm just like, Can I'm we just tell them about sh- the microwave, the, the plate, the microwave plate? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> what was that? What day? What, what was a uh, fucked up day, too, wasn't it? It was a really shitty day. Yeah, okay. I, I don't yeah, remember so, what happened in the beginning, but something happened. But what had happened was basically is I was having like a really shitty, I think like me, me and my man like fought or something in the morning time. And it was because, oh, my car broke down. My car it's, broke down. Yes, man- <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It was that day. It was my, literally that day. Yes. My car broke down. My man and I got into an argument because my car broke down. <laughs> and then... Like, I came home, he dropped me off at home, I came home, and, like, I think I was just, like, so, like, caught up in my head with five bajillion thoughts, worried about my car, and, like, the argument that I had. And, and like, we were just how, starting our podcast, like. We are just starting our podcast, and I went to go to the microwave 
to heat something up because a bitch is always hungry like 24 7 since quarantine and I went to like I think it was like Indian food so it like splattered everywhere on the plate and I freaking went to go basically to the sink to wash it and it was like this big ass plate it's like this big bro like i'm not even <laughs> kidding and i have a really long arm so it was like she huge. got that and industrial our microwave, <laughs> is fucking huge. Our microwave in this house is so huge so i got the plate and like i was washing it it slipped out of my hands i also really suck when it comes to glass so i usually have like plastic ceramic things or plastic yeah i suck when it comes to glass so um, I put it in the sink, and I literally just, like, accidentally dropped it, and it shattered. Yeah, and the bitch was just losing it. She was like, this is not my day. Like, it's over. <laughs> I was, Today I was is done. over. I was done. Yeah. I called up Kiara, yeah, and I told her about what happened, and she's like, okay, you know what you need to do? You, you need to sage. Like, chill out. <laughs> yeah, you need to sage. That's what she told me. You need to sage, which we, we highly believe in sage because it does work. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, you need to sage, and then you need to, like, prioritize what you need to do but at yeah. the end of the day like you can't go basically you can't try to control a situation that is beyond your control right yeah like and it's super true i know that we hear all the time but we don't we're not even like conscious of the fact that we are being controlling when we are right basically so like we try so much to like control our fate and plan things have expectations for things right at the end of the day, we live in a world that, like, basically, shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> shit just fucking happens. And you just gotta and go with the flow. That's my advice. You just flow. gotta go. You just gotta go with the flow. You know, I tell her every single time she gets overwhelmed, like, take it day by day, like, like task by task. Mm-hmm. You can't jumble everything all together. If you do, like, you'll get really overwhelmed. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, you gotta like just be like, hey, prioritize this, like. Your car's broken down. Okay, so we're going to find you a new car first before we worry about anything else. Like, fuck the podcast. Fuck everything else. Like, we need to prioritize what's most important, which which is your car. So, mm-hmm. Danielle does get overwhelmed sometimes, but that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm here to, like, Kiara's help balance pe- her like, out. Kiara's a jelly to my peanut butter, the peanut butter to my jelly. It doesn't really matter, but, like, <laughs> me and her just naturally go fucking hand in hand. All right, so back to our toxic traits i got two more so i'm just gonna try and hurry this one up um (laughs) i got double standards a bitch likes what is it eat her cake she wants her cake and wants to eat it too she wants to eat it too yeah no yeah i'd be doing that i just do certain things where i'm like oh yeah like that's okay but then like some a guy does it i'm like that's that's not okay out bro i'm (laughs) done with you and I definitely have double standards too, if that's the case. I think I think everyone has double standards, no? Yeah. Like, okay. Let me let me just throw out an, an example. example. You tell me if it's a double standard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like say like you're talking to a guy, right? And he's fucking great and you like him. And you have an like example he's too. adding a bunch of bitches on Instagram and like liking their photos, but like you guys aren't together, but you guys really like each other. And you guys don't owe that to each other yet because you aren't together. You're just dating each other, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And then, but you do the same thing, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> do you get mad? <laughs> I, I do be upset. I do. I do be getting, I do be getting mad. Um, but then, you know, even though I have double standards, yeah, I get mad, but I also like reevaluate. I'm like, hey, you know, you do the same things. <laughs> yes. So, yes. but but it still sucks to to like initially have that. Yes. Anger phase because I'm just like I that's so it's so yeah. stupid, you know. So my last toxic trait is that I go complete 
X Games mode slash Savage mode. And we kind of touched about this um, when we can't control like what we yeah. say, mm-hmm. you know? And that is definitely a toxic, toxic trait of mine. Like, I just don't care. I'm super careless with my words. Like, I... It's like word vomit. I just go for the throat, you know? I go for the jugular. Like, when I'm pissed, like, I don't even care. Anything comes out of my mouth, and, like, I just need to not do that. Because, obviously, like, it's just not fucking good. I definitely do that um, when I'm super mad. I notice that I... I I'm usually the person that basically, like I said, my flight or flight complex it's mm-hmm. flight. Usually I'm, I'm done. Like I'm just going like, just cause I don't want to, I just, I personally need some space cause I get in my head too much. Right. So I need to go <laughs> and I need to sit down and like take some time to think it through. But when I fight, I notice that I fight specifically when I want to get a reaction. Like when I need that reassurance to know oh, like, yeah. you're still here for me right. or when you're not reacting the way that I expect you to. Oh yeah. You just trigger crazy. I'm triggered. Yeah. yeah like just I don't like, I need to get a reaction. Oh, that's an, that's another thing that I fucking like hate about myself is like I will trigger people on purpose. If they're not giving me a reaction, that's yeah. when my words become more violent. Yeah, that's the only time I like I do things when I want that reaction that I'm not getting. Yeah, like like I'll be upset about something and then he'll be like chilling there, like just listening, not really giving a fuck, and then I'll just start going harder. And yeah. that's that's just terrible because just I just start talking. I just start escalating the situation. It's like I keep poking you keep poking the bear, you know? Yeah. yeah. And basically like I guess that's what I, I do sometimes. Like I just keep poking the bear. <laughs> and and then that usually ends up in some gnarly fights. Like gnarly fights. <laughs> All right. So on the topic of toxic traits, this leads to us, you know having our little psycho moments since we're oh, yeah. going ham and, and oh. saying, saying mean shit. <laughs> so I just want to know, like, have you had toxic moments? I mean, toxic psycho moments. And I feel like you have. I've most Based definitely her, have had psycho moments. <laughs> I think all of us have had psycho moments. I mean, I'm, I was younger at the time. Like, just keep this in mind. Like, I'm a little better now. Like, not even a little better. I am way better. Like, with, when it comes to, like, handling certain situations, like, I'm just so much more controlled and just yeah. more, like, mature when it comes to certain things. But, like, don't get me fucked up. Like, this bitch can go savage mode. She can go <laughs> zero to 100 real fast. <laughs> So one of my psycho moments has to do with my ex-boyfriend and the girl that he cheated on me with. And this was like an ongoing situation of like all the way up until like we were dating for three years. So they were talking like before I even started like even dating him. Okay. Um, But then they weren't like doing anything. They never hung out before. So I was like, okay, this is like free game, you know, Mm -hmm. like who cares? I tell him I like him and then he kind of goes in between me and her and me and her. And then I was like, yeah, no, I'm not about it. Cause I never liked being number two. Yes. So at that day he was like, he made the choice and he was like, no, I want to be with you. And ever since then, so it was October 14, 2014. Um, we were together ever since then. Okay. But, um, but we got into a car crash. I had to go to Oahu to go and get a new car. This is my mom's car. Cause our car yeah. was totaled. Um, I get some calls from some friends back home and they're like, Hey, 
Like, I see blank and blank at Art Walk holding hands. Like, what the fuck? And you're in Oahu? I'm in Oahu with my parents. And shady as shit, right? That's shady as fuck, yeah. Yeah, so they basically are, like, fucking around with each other, whatever. Like, I guess they were, like, kissing, holding hands. I don't know what the fuck. But anyways, we break up. My parents fucking hate his ass. Um, After that, we end up, like, actually getting really, really back together, like, around January. Because all this occurred between, like, November, December. And then, like, January rolls around. And we're, like, pretty much back together. And then Mm -hmm. after that, I mean, she kind of stuck around. Like, every summer, they would kind of, like, stay in contact and whatnot. And I would catch him. I'd be like, you fuck. Like, me, all my toxic bullshit and also my codependency. Yeah. I I didn't want to see him with somebody else. So, like, bitch you tend to like stick around which is not fucking good you know once you see like those red flags you just gotta like bounce the fuck out you gotta be like all right like this ain't it but Mm -hmm. i just kept like i was like nah like this bitch isn't gonna get him like i'm gonna fucking hold this shit down it was like a game kind of it was like no like she can't have him because yeah i just won't give her the satisfaction happened so 2014 2015 2016 all like she is kind of around but they Mm -hmm. never really like went past that one time where they were cheating like they like that first encounter in 2014 but 2017 rolls around we're gonna move to new york city to go to college together and he was a bitch to me for so long like we were fighting all the time like it was just so bad and and like i remember like it was to the point where like one day i was crying in the car driving and he's in the passenger seat and he looked at me he's like why the fuck are you crying and I was like, I just start bawling even more, you know? Of course. Because, like, that like, never helps the situation. How the fuck are you with someone for that long? You're not allowed to, like, express your emotions. And he, he like, just didn't, he didn't care at the point. But then it all clicked when I found out what he was doing. He didn't give a fuck about me at the time because he was already fucking hurt. Yeah. So during that time, I end up finding out because he gets caught by his mom. Mm-hmm. And she ends up jumping out the window, like, running away and all this bullshit. Anyways, I'm on savage mode because I'm, like... You're hurt. I was super hurt. Another thing happened was, like, we ended up teaming up together, me and the girl. Because Mm -hmm. I was, like, I think he's been lying. I was, like, (laughs) yeah, no, he's lying to her. He's lying to me, like... Like we gotta do something about it. Because it's, it's more like, fuck him rather than, like, fuck you and him. Yeah. But then it was really fuck her and fuck him <laughs> in reality because she was lying to me and she was like oh i didn't want to like make things Just worse because you all the parts yeah, yeah where... she was leaving out all the parts where like they both said i love you because he yes, had yes. he rubbed that shit in my face he was like yeah and did your best friend tell you that she said she loved me and what mm-hmm. about the earrings i bought her these 200 dollars like gold hoop tajian pearl earrings yeah and i like that was the biggest slap in the face for me because i was like this bitch didn't tell me yeah any of that so yeah. he, he made me look dumb because mm-hmm. now i'm being lied dumb. to bitch, i'm being lied dumb. to from yeah. both sides both because, ends. yeah yeah because the whole point of it was like i was supposed to like I reached out to her because I wanted clarity because he kept lying to me over and over. Like, oh, no, I'm not reaching out to her. No, I'm not reaching out to her. So then I finally got sick of it. And I was like, bro, like, I just want to know the truth. So that's why I reached out. And that's why we teamed up. But then it all fell apart when I found out about the gold hoop earrings and the I love you part. I ended up leaving with him to go to, like, Kilauea. And we got into a fight. I go to the 
the lighthouse and i'm i'm like i'm in this like very it's the most weird thing that happened i felt i was the only person there at the lighthouse and i was just standing there in the most peaceful state taking in like everything that's going on around me and just relaxing and i was just so calm and as i'm walking back to my car i get this text message from her and she's like i need to tell you something and i'm like what is this bitch what is it say? this time I'm like, <laughs> like like what, what, what do you guys have to surprise yeah, me with I'm now like, I'm yeah like, what else could it possibly be because the whole time they're both saying both of them are like we never did anything like yeah. even though we got caught i got caught in his room like we never did anything i get to my car she sends me this novel and i very fast like uh what's you it scroll called? through it you just skim through it real quick I skim through it really fast and the one word stick out and Sex. or stuck out and it said sex and when i tell you everything went red around me i don't blame you for going into psycho mode honestly i really don't oh. blame you to go i don't blame you for for getting crazy honestly it, your it, mind was being like played with people were playing with your fucking mind like come on now that's yeah, not cool no. that's manipulative everything went red bitch i put that car in fucking drive and we were out there. I was shooting it to his house down the road. Like I fucking turned in there. I jumped out my car. He's on the phone with somebody. I think it could have been her, but I don't know who it was. But he was like, all I remember is hearing him say, oh, I found her. He hangs up. I run into his room because I'm going to go destroy shit. And he chases after me into the house. His mom and his brother are in the house right there watching. Mm-hmm. And I turn around at him and I'm like, you fucking had sex with her. Like, blah, blah, blah. I go to swing. He, he's like, I don't even remember what he did, but his mom gets in the middle of us. She's like, hey, she's like, hey, hey, hey. She's like, you get over there. You get over there. I'm like yelling at him. Like that was a psycho, psycho moment. It was a tough night and I couldn't go home because I never wanted to tell my parents. My parents know now. I told Mm -hmm. them. Um, actually this year for the first time like what has actually happened the real time that I think I really went psycho psycho was when I went into savage mode and I wrote the letter and I've read Danielle this really long long letter that I decided to write this letter didn't have it wasn't mean per se honestly the letter was was raw it was wrong it was it was truthful and it was, it was filled with fuck. a lot of incriminating evidence that a parent would never, ever, ever want to hear. Their child, yeah. Their teenage daughter. So, unfortunately, I, you know, I made the decision to pull up to the house, her house, with a letter that I was going to originally leave at the door. But I heard some dogs, mm-hmm. and I was like, there's dogs out here okay but then I went around the house and I found her mom Mm -hmm. her mom doesn't speak good English so she was like I need my husband to like read me this letter because I don't know what you're trying to say of course her dad pulls the fuck up and I'm I'm like instances I was like I mean, right on cue, like he comes pulling in the driveway. I'm like, oh shit. You know, part of me, I'm like, I'm like a little, you know, no one, no parent wants to hear any, any kid Mm -hmm. talk shit. 
about their kid or even come to them about anything of that sort pull up to their house like mm-hmm. i mean one i mean yeah it's not good on my it looks terrible on my end i look like a fucking psycho mm-hmm. anyways her dad starts talking to me he was like i'm not reading this letter so <laughs> i just started he was like no you're gonna tell me what it is so a bitch started blabbing her mouth and i was very respectful about it but he was shook yeah. we had like a 30 minute conversation outside their house and he was understanding. We ended it on a good note. Because he's an adult, you know? He, like, knows he was, that, he, like, he wasn't nice to start with, though. Like, I had to, like, fully, like... I mean, like, if a, if a girl pops up at your house and yeah. you have no idea who she is, I would I would be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, he definitely had an attitude in the beginning. And then by the end of the conversation, I mean, he was like, yeah, this yeah. all makes sense. It was like when Regina George gave the principal... Fucking book. <laughs> well, it's just because, like, I felt at the time, like, I was just really fucking upset. Just, like, yeah. everything that added up to that moment was just so much anger. And, like, everything was so out of spite. Yeah. Like, she had told me, like, I, I, like, I think she had said, like, I fucked him or I did stuff with him more because I didn't like you. And, like, I, this, like, the whole motive behind it, obviously, like, was kind of evil. And I just couldn't, it didn't sit well in my soul. It yeah. didn't sit well in my soul. So I was like, I gotta do something. Like, there's no way she can just go hop on her dandy way and mm-hmm. she'd be living, living her best life while I'm here crying every night because my boyfriend just fucking, fucked her brains out multiple times yeah i understand girl so i went i went psycho but that was that was that was that that was that that was it that was the end of that story i mean after that he was good like we were in a we had like a whole year 2018 was full of just like healing for me he had to deal with a bunch of bullshit for me but like he just kind of he was just like whatever because he knew what he did and and the shit that it put me through you know i thought i grew a little bit but i went psycho again this year okay you guys don't know the story but my boyfriend and i broke up last year and i started immediately just dating people because i was i was so done and over with right or at least i thought i was until he started dating this girl um that we were in a group project with and from the last semester and when we came back to New York in January, he started like dating her and I was, I wasn't with it. Yeah. I, I was in my feels. And, you know, I think that's one barrier that I thought I had crossed already. I'm like, oh, who fucking cares? Like I've, I've been with people like nobody yeah. cares. That was a fucking lie. I was lying to myself. I didn't know that shit would hit me in my fucking soul. And yeah. it did. And I don't think it was because I, I was sad at seeing him with somebody else. It was because he was treating her so good You're and like, what so respectful. And she was getting everything that I never got. And I was like, I don't understand. I just felt so disrespected. I felt like... I was like, I don't understand. Like, why Why wasn't I treated like that? Like, why didn't you do that for me? Yeah. When I do everything for you, we were together for so long. But anyways, I went psycho. So she came over for the first night and I knew because he had told me. And a bitch. Why would he tell you that? Uh, well, because we were, we were still like, I, I, we were still talking at the time, but not like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You guys are still cool and everything, but it's like, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, romantic. so. 
So she ends up coming over and I was freaking out. I mean, one that flipped me out was he stole my vase. So I was crying in the room when he did this. So this was the day of her coming over. I was crying about just like the whole situation. He's over there in the corner doing, I thought he was just watching me cry. Mm. No, he wasn't watching me crying. He was fucking stealing my vase for flowers for his new girlfriend. So I walked over to his room right before his girlfriend was supposed to come over. I knock on the door. He creaks it open. I'm like, hello, like what the fuck? And he steps back a little and I just like kind of like push myself in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that my is that my vase? Is that my fucking vase that my best friend got me? And yeah. he was like, you know what he said? What do you say? I was borrowing it. <laughs> For what, sir? And Go buy one. It's a. Do they not have a dollar store in New York? Do they not have like? They do, but you know, ninety nine cent store. So there's like five bajillion bases over there. So why the fuck, like? Bitch, I don't even know till this day, but you know, it wasn't about like him stealing the vase. I mean, yeah, that's disrespectful, but of course it is. I couldn't remember the last time he really got me flowers like while we were together. Yeah. And that shit, just seeing him do that for somebody else, like just took me the fuck out like i i was triggered i was so triggered beyond belief i was so hurt yeah and i left and i went back to my room and i just start like going psycho kind of like a fucking put a you're thinking like put a rat in the box that's how i am every single time i'm pressed (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I start just pacing in my room. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what if this? What is that? I'm just blowing up his phone text message yeah. wise. Like, I'm just, I'm really going psycho, like psycho, mm-hmm. psycho. And I remember I went to his room. Also, I have this girl's number because we were in a group chat. Yes. Like, we were you in guys a group. were in a group project. Yes. So I go to his room and I just start pounding on the door. And I just think about how stupid one that made me look. But just in general, like, just how dumb that was. Um, but I start pounding on the door, and I hear her, and she's like, is that her? I go up to the door, and I'm like, yeah, it's me. Like, he's basically super upset at me, and he's like, get the fuck out of here, like, whatever, like, you know, all that stuff. I start texting her phone. I'm like, get the fuck out of the room. I'm, like, trying to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and it basically, like, I just went fucking absolute psycho. And he, he came to see me in my room because he's trying to calm me down because I'm freaking out. And he was like, he's like on the verge of tears. And he's like, can you please, like, please just like, please just let, like, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone for right now. He's like, she wants to leave. Like, she wants to leave right now. She doesn't want to stay here. She doesn't feel safe. Like, all these things. I I feel like bad. And I just calmed down after that. And I was like, fuck like you need to chill like you need to chill like yeah this is not you know what you want to do anymore this happened twice so the first time she came over and the second time after the second time happened i did another psycho thing where like we've had such a toxic relationship i mean we've done like we've fought so many times i mean and i knew i had like a slight anger issue when one day like the second time he came out of his room and I went to like try and throw a punch at him. And I like, I remember there was cameras. And I was like, Kiara, you can't, like, you can't do that. Like, he's gonna literally tell the, the RA. And like, you're gonna get kicked out. Yeah. And I'm gonna get fucked. And, but like, once I like went like this to try and like punch him, I was like, 
you need to relax. And that's when I just started like reflecting on myself. He was telling me, he's like, you're fucking psycho. He's in the hallway. He's like, you're fucking psycho. I'm going to fucking call the RA on you right now. Like, and I'm like, I'm psycho. You're fucking psycho. Cause he had lost it on me when I went on one date. Like I had gone on a date and he came, I came home and he's sitting in the dark in my room. Like just sitting there on my bed, waiting. Like a movie scene, yeah. Waiting. And he's like (laughs) yanking my phone from, I mean, like it was insane. Like when I tell you we've had the most toxic relationship, like toxic, toxic, toxic. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Bitch, I needed to get out. But after the second time that I had gone psycho, I had come to this like epiphany and it led me to like this eat, pray, love journey that I want to speak on one day in one of our episodes mm-hmm. because I had told myself like, you know what, Kiara, he's already done absolute the worst things in the world to you. He's cheated on you while you guys were together. And yeah. like, you know, that was the worst thing and you made it past that. Once I got that epiphany in my head, bitch, I, I, literally like it was like a snap of a finger and I was like okay very calm and and everything was pretty much a little a little bit rocky you know as you're slowly just accepting the fact that he has a girlfriend girlfriend Um, I would be upset too honestly like it's just like how you're watching literally somebody that you love for a really long time you know immediately jump with a new relationship immediately jump into a new relationship and and you're watching good to her yeah like that so like I would break my heart too, girl. I don't it's, blame you. It sent me. But, you yeah. know, I just came to, like, the realizations that, like, one, I had been through worse and I got over it. And two, we have so much toxic history that it could never, ever work. And there's no mending. Yeah. There's absolutely no mending for us. There's like, no coming back from that. No. Yeah. And we're just so much better as friends. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even believe how much better we are just separated. Like, yeah, it's such a good relationship. And it's, Aww. it's like more like family rather than mm-hmm. boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that's my super long story. I'm so sorry, you guys, you had to hear, hear like such a long psycho story, but. Well, as far as, I guess like when we go, we have our little psycho moments. It's hard for me to like think back on the psycho moments that I've had mostly because like I try not to think about it. Like when you know, when you, you get traumatized, you know how like people want to get traumatized, like they just don't remember anything <laughs> from that yeah. point or that event. Same thing, like, when I get angry, I just don't remember what the fuck I say or what I'm doing, so most of, most of the time, like, I'm not aware of my actions or how they come across with people, especially if I'm in an argument with them. I remember, like, I had a crazy moment. It, this is just a little one where it was, like, basically, I mean, I needed some space, and I didn't want to give it to him. <laughs> I don't want to give him any space, so... <laughs> I was upset because of the way he came at me, bitch. Like, he was like, we were just fighting too much, you know? And, like, he came up to me, and I was laying on his bed watching a movie. I was like, (laughs) I don't want to fight. Like, I don't want to fight. I'm ignoring you. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching this nice movie, and he comes up to me, and he's like, baby, I love you. And he kisses me, and he's like, but I want to spend the night alone tonight. You know that meme of New York waiting in bed like this with her fucking glasses on? You know that meme of her? Yes. That meme was me. Like, I was so upset. I didn't even know how the fuck to, like, react, you know? So, like, I was, like, I'm about to, like, literally be toxic and I'm about to, like, physically, like, 
try to harm this person, even though he is way bigger than me and there's no way <laughs> I could physically harm him. Cause when I punch him, like playing around when I really try, it doesn't harm him, harm him. But I was like, I need to get out. I need to get out. Cause I'm about to freak out. Like I'm about to freak Lose out. It. Yeah. Cause he needed space and I wasn't willing to give it to him. Cause I wanted to handle things like right then and there. But I also wanted to ignore it when it wasn't going my way. So it just wasn't fair. Right. So I got up and he was like, see, like trying to explain to me why he needs space. And I just didn't want to hear it. Like, I was just like, it's good. Like, it's whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. And I left like his house and, <laughs> and I like slammed the door really hard, but he also has like a gate in front of his house. <laughs> and I just slammed the gate really hard and the whole thing started fucking like vibrating and shaking. Right. Loud. Yeah, he was so upset, like, <laughs> so upset, and that's just one really crazy moment I can think of. I think that I've had, okay, I've had another crazy moment. Okay. So basically, one time, when I was, like, 18 or something, or 19, I don't remember the age I was, I was dating some dude, and he was very insecure, like, very toxic relationship. That is, that was the definition of a toxic-ass relationship. Like, I right. really, it was crazy on all levels we got into like a fight probably about something small of course i don't freaking remember it but i bet you it was about something small and he like refused to let me leave the fucking house that day like i i needed to go to work and i couldn't go to work because he would like stand in my way like i was trying to leave his house but he would like stand in my way and lock the door and like, every time i would co go for the door like he wouldn't let me. I literally called my boss and I was like, hey, like, this is a situation. Like, my boyfriend's not letting me leave his house. Like, oh my I God. can't make it to work. Yeah. So I freaking tried to even sneak out his room window, bitch. And it was like one of those, like, like you touch the buttons and they click up, you know? And oh, like, I was yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. let me get out of here. He wouldn't Did let you me escape? Leave eventually yeah like eventually i escaped eventually he let me go after like at that at a certain point like i just wasn't talking to him like i wasn't i don't think talk. that's you being psycho i think that's him being psycho but wait oh. we we were done after that clearly like <laughs> we were done <laughs> and then he like popped up on me basically probably like that night or like the next night and, like, he was trying to tell me, like, all this shit, like, you're doing this, you're doing that, we're doing this, we're doing that. I'm like, bro, I'm done. Our relationship is hella toxic. He's toxic. I don't know if he just couldn't take the fact that, like, he was, like, like, we were done. I don't even know if that was, like, our final thing. That's that's all that toxic. Day. That's how yeah, all toxic, toxic men are. Shit. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, you ain't ever leaving me. Yeah. So there's he, no ending to toxic people. Girl. He started beeping the horn, like, in front of my, like, oh. house. And, like, it, my dad was home, too, so my dad didn't even like him. That's disrespectful. With. Yeah, so he was beeping the horn to piss me off, you know, and I'm like, bro, stop. Like, stop beeping the horn. And he's like, I don't give a fuck, blah, blah, blah. I had to grab him by his hair and pull him back. <laughs> pull his head back. <laughs> so I was like, stop. Like, that was probably the only... I've had a lot of psycho moments, but, like, I've had more toxic moments, I'd say, than psycho. Like... I blow up, but I blow up. I never want to like, like. I don't take think action. you're the person that causes it. I think you're the person that reacts to an a toxic situation. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> all the things that you're describing is like the person did it to you first and caused you to react that way. Like I don't blame you for reacting that way. 
if some my dad would have fucking came out that house though and beat his ass for beeping his horn mine would have too and i honestly wish i had like let him so he would just leave me the fuck alone because i feel like a lot of things after that it was just going downhill like it was so bad after that that yeah i just wish that i had you know you're young so you live and you learn you know as you go through these things of course my relationship with him didn't like happen for no reason i didn't waste my time because i learned a lot of stuff a lot of valuable things within that relationship right so that's like the good thing about you know even though you come across all these toxic people Mm -hmm. um you learn so much shit it's like yeah you know you wasted your time but at the same time you know that you learned like valuable things i guess that's the best way to put it and you needed it like think about it had we not dealt with the things that we dealt with we would not I wouldn't even be here. Imagine we if I had even... stayed with my ex-boyfriend. Like, my whole life would be completely different. I wouldn't even be here. I, this podcast would never exist because there's no way this would have ever made it <laughs> there past There wouldn't him. be, yeah. We I wouldn't said, have stories at all. I said he doesn't care, but he does care about shit like this, to yeah. be honest. Like, he doesn't want all the information out. Like, of course. He actually might be upset that I even said anything, but I don't think he's going to take the time to listen to this. Mm. But anyway... <laughs> It's this is for gals and, and guys that get us, like guys and girls that definitely understand us. So. Yeah. But um, anyhow, you know, we just want to end this episode with like a, a positive topic. Yes. And that is, you know, how do you keep your peace? You know, with yeah. all this toxicity, these toxic In men, these toxic psycho, women, these psycho, moments. these psycho moments, like how do you keep your peace? And what do you think is your way of keeping your peace, Danielle? When I experience like a crazy moment or something where I feel like I'm about to pop off or like I feel like my life, I'm I'm dealing with a lot of toxicity in my life or I'm being toxic, I do a toxic thing and I <laughs> like to step back. Actually, it's not toxic. This That's is good toxic. for you. This is self-love. I like I to step back. There's... <laughs> There's ways to do it, though, that makes it not toxic. And yes. that is communicating what you are about to do. You don't just Keep. ghost to ghost. You're not, yes. you're not like, leaving them in the dark. You're like, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. just take some time to myself, like, within this space. time frame. Like, yeah. just let me go. You know? My friends, like, Kiara and I have the same group of friends. So, like, a lot of us, like, we have, like, this group chat. And, like, we are constantly, like, joking around, like, fucking sending each other sexual memes and shit (laughs) just yeah just bs like really and basically sending each other selfies and like just asking like which ones should we use like we always do these things Mm -hmm. so like for us a lot of the time we also like in that group chat we're also talking about a lot of our life's like journeys what we're doing what we're going through yeah we also deal with a lot of bullshit and help each other through a lot of bullshit so one thing like kiara was saying that's really healthy is that we let each other know that we're not in a good mind space or headspace mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to talk right now or have communication um, yeah but so we we're not just, coming off like we're ignoring each other yeah we don't just disappear on each other it's like hey like guys like some things are kind of going on in my life right now um i'm i'll be back and you know we're always open and i usually just text back like you know we're here if you need us like don't worry about it um but take your time Kiara is so I'm back when you're ready (laughs) Kiara is not a clingy friend like she understands that life happens she understands that people like especially since she's single it's hard for me and her to like really like I don't even know how to explain what 
<laughs> to have girl time. Like sometimes, like, I mean, like we're so far away, so we only FaceTime. And when we FaceTime, it's literally for like hours, two hours, three hours. Yeah, it's for hours. Yeah. So it can like get in the way, like interfere with like my boyfriend and stuff. <laughs> and like, he can be feeling some type of way sometimes, you know, I understand because I'm not like, it's kind of rude, you know, but at the same time, like, Yara is really good at reassuring people and like understanding people have boyfriends, like people have shit yeah, that they okay, gotta deal with. Yeah, it's okay, you know, they like, have life, like everything happens in life and you just, you go when you gotta go and you come back when you want to come back. Like, exactly. it's just all about respect and just understanding other people and how they work. Like Danielle's just one of those people and we talked about that earlier. Like mm-hmm. you just you she's the type of person that that backs away when things get rough and yeah. that's fine. Like it's fine for somebody to do that as long as you know that they're okay. Yes. But even even when she would say like hey I'm going away, like I would just check in with her here and there. I'd be like, "Hey, you know, just just heart this message if you're doing okay. <laughs> like you don't even need to have a conversation <laughs> with me. Just let me know you're in a good mind space because at the same time I don't want her to be fully isolated and alone like yeah Mm -hmm. she may be taking her time to be like at peace but sometimes you know when you're by yourself you start thinking a lot more I love you so much (laughs) but so like you it's like checking in with your friends you know I I definitely like step back I try to do things like listen to really good music because I feel like you absorb everything that you're oh yeah constantly like you know ingesting so exactly so like if I'm on social media I try to stay like a little bit away from it I'll delete the apps or something like that in order to get my mind right so I don't feel tempted to do anything I delete Twitter a lot (laughs) (laughs) She does this. She deletes Twitter more often than she will ever delete Instagram. Like another person in our friend group deletes Instagram, and then we have Danielle who deletes Twitter. Twitter, just yeah. No, she's time. off. And I, I, I never understand why it's Twitter because it's not like anything toxic happens on there. You because just be my finding L is filled with like people <laughs> being like, you know why? This is why because most of the time when I'm. I got, I'm in my feelings or something about my family or whatever it may be. I'm in my feelings. You got, about you got Twitter fingers? Is that what you're trying to say? I may have Twitter fingers, but I honestly don't. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'd be emo. I'm like, sad girl Twitter. Like, no, I, like, I do be I'm seeing like, that sometimes you just see all, all her likes and her retweets, and it's like very similar. And you're like, oh, she's definitely feeling a yeah, it's right like, now toxic like if you're dealing with toxic family members like i don't get or like i don't give a fuck like i'll cut everybody off like shit like that like it's just really bad for me because i can't watch that i can't look at that especially when i'm in like a bad mindset because i can't allow other people's thoughts to influence my own right because then you just it's almost like listening to sad music and you just consistently listen to sad music that's like looking at sad quotes like oh you think is sad thoughts makes sense but that's good you're keeping your peace Yeah. Yeah. Keep my peace by putting on the Janae Aiko. I listen to a lot of Chalumbo because it really does heal me. I listen to a lot of Sold Out and I just like chill out. Kiana Lede, Kiara put me on her. Yeah. I listen to a lot of that. And then um, I don't have a TV, so it doesn't matter, but I'll watch like good stuff on Netflix. I like to watch a lot of documentaries lately. So I just do things like that. I surround myself with good. I literally ingest like my system when it, because we live in an age where social media is like, yeah, Very prevalent. we all fucking depend on, on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all fucking depend on it at this point. There's not one time out of the day where we don't look through our fucking 
feed or a timeline or whatever the case may be. So I make sure like I surround myself with things that make me feel good. And I definitely like to spoil myself when I'm sad or when I'm in my feelings. <laughs> Danielle loves to go shopping when she's in her feelings. Like I have called her on FaceTime. Don't act like you don't be fucking shopping with me. <laughs> That's how I keep my peace. Just trying to surround myself with good things, deleting social media or deleting the things that, you know, really trigger me on like deleting Twitter specifically because <laughs> right. everybody's sharing their thoughts on there. So I definitely delete that because I don't want anything to influence my thoughts. And I'll take a nice nap. I'll go shopping. What about you though? Like, I want to know how you keep your peace because you're really good at just being a you're good under pressure, you're good <laughs> under things like this. So like, I never know when you're really going through it, through it, because you're good at it. You know, you're good when it comes to things like this. Yeah. So basically my advice is all more geared towards like relationshipy stuff. So the way that I keep my peace in relationships is like, I try to stay away from people once they start bringing up all these red flags. Once you start seeing all these red flags going up, you know, you just got to make your exit. Honestly, yeah. you know, it's not it's not like what I was talking about earlier where I see one thing and you dip. No, mm-hmm. I'm talking about you start seeing a couple of them and you're just like... <laughs> They're you're adding like, up. <laughs> yeah. Once you start seeing a couple of them, you got to make your exit because that is just, you know, you know that's not going to end well. You know yeah. that you're going to stress out. You know it's going to give you anxiety. You know, you start seeing red flags and especially if it, your red flag is like something to do with cheating. Yeah. or infidelity of some sort like you can't enter a relationship fine and once he starts altering how you feel like increasing your anxiety making you feel more stressed like bitch you gotta go mm-hmm. you need that's toxic it's toxic yeah. you know it's gonna be a toxic environment you don't want to get hooked on that and create like this codependent bond like you need to get the fuck out no. honestly what? i don't know like i just I, when I keep my peace, I just stay away from anything that just doesn't serve me and my higher good, you know, Mm -hmm. when I meet somebody, I'm thinking like, okay, even when my friends get into like issues with their men, I'm like, okay, let's make a pros and cons list because does the good outweigh the bad? Because if the good outweighs the bad, then that's fine. But if the bad outweighs the good, like you need to go, you know, that helps you keep your peace because once you know the cons outweigh the pros like hello it's time to exit (laughs) and then on top of that i have like this 60 40 rule so if you're unhappy 60 percent of the time and 40 percent, once it passes that 50 50 like it it needs to go because who wants to be happy like unhappy for that like four days out of seven like Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just ridiculous to me. And I feel like once you pass that rule, like you need to just let it go. Like understand that this is like such a toxic environment. And all these tips are just like the ways that I keep my peace when it comes to like men. As for like my own personal things, you know, I don't know. I just step back. I think about it. And sometimes, you know, I am still toxic. Like I, I just push people out because I've I've reached like this such serene part of my life where I'm yeah. feeling so fine by myself and I'm I'm happy, I'm enjoying my life and I'm perfectly fine. So anyone that like comes in that even just disturbs it a little, it yeah. makes me feel away. It it feels off. It feels so bad because it's like 
you're chill, you're chilling, you're having a good, you know, time yeah. going through life. You're just like, you're content. And then like, that's why I feel like I allow my emotions to get the best of me too, because like, I'm chilling, like I'm really good. And then one thing like comes off and I'm like, oh my fucking gosh, like it's the end of the world. Most of the time, I, the thing that keeps me sane is that look at all the shit that you've been through and you thought it was like the end of the fucking world. Oh, and look yeah. at you, you're here now, bitch. You like, know come how on many now. times I've thought about that? You know, those things reflecting on my past and how I was able to get over a lot of things, it really helps me just reflecting. Yeah. You know, it just shows you how strong of a person you are, whether you, you realize that or not. And I think I remind Danielle about that a lot where I'm like, you know, how many times like you used to think about this or you used to say this and like, look at you now, like you're, she you're will good. literally like go into detail too. like, remember when you said like, <laughs> you needed this I, and look at you now, like you're, you literally like did the, and it's like, bro. Like, even if Danielle finds negative things to talk about, I'm like, hey, but do you remember? I try to put everything, like, in a more positive perspective just yeah. to remind her, like, you know, you're not where you were before, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's and- that's a statement right there. <laughs> Yours, right? You're not where you were before, and that's all that matters because you're growing. And you're growing because you're recognizing all of these toxic traits that not only you have, the people around you have. It could be people that are closest to you. It could be your family. It could be, you know, oh, yeah. your brother, we're, sister. We're saving mother, that for another one because all of that. It, we're saving that conversation for another day. But you're recognizing all of this. You're peeping it, and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to be like that. You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with these problems. So right. you got to fix them for yourself in order to grow and you become a completely different person. Yeah, and I think another thing to like end off like how to keep your peace is Mm -hmm. making sure you always have a good circle around you. You know, making sure that all your friends always have good intentions for you, making sure that, you know, even the men in your life, your family, everyone has good intentions. And if they don't, you need to drop them because, you know, all you ever want is just people to empower you and make you feel good about yourself and always encourage you when you're down you know you need I always believe in like having a good foundation and having a good foundation is just keeping yourself surrounded by positive people yeah and that's what as a friend like that's what I always try to do because Mm -hmm. that's the most that I can do like support my friend and be positive and and be there yeah hype them up and that helps them keep their peace and also makes you feel good as a friend. But we're going to end off how to keep your peace. And we're just going to answer some like really quick questions. So yes. first question is, do y'all consider it cheating if my guy friend hits me up even though he has a girlfriend? It's usually when he's drunk too. Yes. He's, he's cheating. He's um, cheating, girl. He's, he's, he's being cheating messy. every single time he's drunk. <laughs> he's, he's being messy. And, you know, I feel like, if you know he's hitting you up, honestly, and you know he has a girlfriend, I just don't think you should respond. Don't even respond to him. Don't entertain it. Will, it. it will what's, be bigger. What's the point? What's the what's point the of point? it? There's and no he knows point. what he's doing There's no he point in entertaining. does it yeah, every time it, he's drunk. There's just honestly no point in entertaining it because it's not going to get anywhere. Honestly, you're just going to get involved in some drama that you definitely don't need because the girlfriend's not going to give a fuck if he was drunk. Because a lot of the time, the girls, including me, they'll end up blaming more of the girl than the guy. 
And that's what I did before, you know? Mm -hmm. So you don't even want to be involved in that, especially if you don't give a fuck, like, in that way about that guy. Like, honestly, don't even entertain it. Just leave him alone and just just ignore him. He's drunk. He's drunk. I say put put yourself in his – like, literally put yourself in his girlfriend's shoes. If you were somebody's girlfriend and your boyfriend was hitting up a woman every time he drinks, how would you feel? And if it wasn't a good feel, if it isn't a good feeling and you don't want it being done to you, don't entertain it's it. not, it's not a good feeling. Like it's, it's not it. That's not it girl. So I'd yeah. say, I'd say you need to either like talk to him about it mm-hmm. <laughs> next time friend. he tries to reach you out. Cause that is your friend and you need to tell him how, you know, how you feel. Ask him how his girlfriend feels, ask him if his girlfriend knows and everything like that. And then. I just respect the relationship. That's it. Yeah. Just respect it. You know, just say, hey, like, I know you're drunk, but like, just don't even, you have a girlfriend and just don't even entertain it. There's no point. There's no happy ending to it. It's it's really not going to go anywhere. So that's, that's what we got to say about that question. Um, This is our last question because we only have two that we're going to answer. It says, how do you feel about your friends dating your ex? Actually, there's two in this one question. So. We're going to answer that first. How do you feel about your friends dating your ex? Not allowed. I'm not about that. It's not allowed. I, I'm not fucking with it. I've had one do that to me, but we were in high school and she was young. So like, I don't, I didn't care, you know, and I also didn't care about the man. So (laughs) yeah, you know, that's the other part. Like, I feel like if it's just like a one night hookup and it's just like some random dude, like who the fuck cares, but like your ex, I might, I might have to. Like, I might have to cut you off as a friend. I just, it's girl code to me. Like, you just that don't be doing. That is girl code to me too as well. You just don't be doing that shit. You know, I came across a situation where a guy was trying to talk to me. And mm. I was having sex with his best friend. But I didn't know it was his best friend at the time. And I just told him once I found out, like, hey, I was having sex with your best friend. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Mm. Because one, it looks messy on my part. But two, like, who wants to be a part of, like, a situation like that? Yeah. Like, it's just all about An entanglement? An entanglement. (laughs) Like, you know, I just don't want... An entanglement? (laughs) I don't want any parts of that. I was like, no, I respect your friend. Like, I I fuck with that guy, too. So it's just like, why would I do that? You know? I just... It's all about respect. Respect. Just respecting. Guys don't give a fuck, but females do. Like, it's just the principle of the situation. I don't believe it's a good idea for you to, to date somebody's ex like at all because like especially if you've met them before like that just means like that the for me like I'm a woman who likes to overthink and I would just be thinking like girl like the whole entire time was like doing that yeah you was was you doing that was you checking out my man the whole entire time you know like weird energy did he, did he did you like him like did you have a crush on him like while I was with him yeah and like you just like yeah. you just sat there like, and yeah, you like just, he wasn't feeling away. Like Yeah, you just be having all these thoughts in your head and it's just it's never a good idea. And it's, it's just girl it's idea. just girl code to me. So so I would say no, I wouldn't do it. But there's a second part to this question where it says, Do you stay friends with your ex or completely cut off all communication? And I think it for me, it depends. I that's why I said it depends. It depends depends on how the the relationship, if it's like something new, I usually cut off all communication because there's no point. Mm -hmm. Um, Because usually a lot of those don't really end that well. 
but for the more long-term ones i always i keep them i just they're my friends for life honestly i think because you build such a strong bond with a lot of them especially because i've dated people for years like all my boyfriends three years six months and i'm still friends with the guy from six months and and then five years like come on like you can't cut off communication they took up a huge chunk of your life yeah I understand that. Me, I'm more so the type of person like where it's like, if we're done, I don't know like what what purpose like we're serving each other at this point. Like, and you're just like, bye. Usually, yeah, I'm usually just like bye. Like, I don't, I don't like to keep ties. Um, just cause like most of the time, I'm not the one that's like, <laughs> I'm toxic. I'm the one that's in the wrong sometimes, but most of the time I'm the one that's breaking up with the person. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like I I'm the one that's like recognizing these and I don't I don't want to continue to like stay with them. But in the same breath, I also don't feel like people I don't feel like relationships need to always end up like on a bad note. I feel like you can be civil and break up like that's kind you of definitely adults can do, you know? adults like, can definitely do that you know children are more likely to like cut ties and just be like fuck you like on some yeah. fuck you shit but honestly as you get older you kind of just be like hey like it just didn't work out and it's fine yeah you know like i love i love my boyfriend but if like we ever like you know ended i would like want to be civil him, with him you would hold really him would. dear to your heart yeah yeah sure. i would i would i would really want to be civil with him because he's such a fucking cool person like he's so chill all right, guys, so that's the end of our segment of questions. You know, you ask, we answer. Um, but, you know, you guys had demanded that we bring back a game that we just introduced on episode two called <laughs> what, Danielle? Hot seat. Hot, hot, hot seat. Ooh. Hot seat. And we're keeping it nasty because, you know, we had to just, <laughs> we had to just, you know, we had to. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta make this a little nasty. We gotta make it. You know. Yeah. And we've had a lot of people tell us like they were answering the questions in their head. And so I would like for you guys to like practice doing that. Like the questions that we ask each other, answer for yourself in your head, like straight off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like um, what would you guys answer to these questions? Yeah, All right. Get to know yourself a little bit more. Um, Kiara. Who's going has, first? Yeah, Kiara has no idea what I have to ask her. And you have no idea what I have to ask you. <laughs> but I tried to, I tried to like find some nasty, nasty questions uh-huh. that would match last week's questions. Uh huh. I don't know. You gonna we're, have to tell me if I freaked it. We're gonna have to see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's going first, bitch? Me or you? All right. You know what? I'll go first. I'll go first. Let's do this okay. shit. Danielle's in the hot seat right now. And let's fucking go. So I got 11 questions. You know, I was going to do 11, bitch? Why didn't you tell I me? Did, I did 10, but I was like, you know what? We're going to do a bonus. I couldn't leave this one out. So, <laughs> so we're going to start now. Ready? Okay, ready. Question number one. Have you ever had sex in public? Yes. Where? Beach. <laughs> okay. There's a um, lot of places, but that's just one of the places that okay. like, seems kind of appropriate to like, do it on. <laughs> okay. Number, question number two. Fast and hard or slow and gentle? Oh, fast and hard. Okay, three. Salt, salty, hairy balls or smegma? <laughs> what was the second option? Smegma. What the fuck is smegma? 
bitch. What is that? <laughs> like, like, Explain it. Wait, wait, I can't wait. sit here just fucking you. I'm going to have Daniel Google this right now. This needs to be recorded. Daniel, go Google it right now. Smeg, S-M-E-G, M-A. Bitch. Read it out loud. Read it out loud. Smegma. Noun. A sebaceous secretion in the folds of the skin, especially under a man's foreskin. What the fuck? Whatever, anything but that. I'll do what the fuck ever I, I gotta do. Just give me, I'll eat ass, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Just get me away from that shit. What the hell? It's, hell like, the hell? it's like this thick, like this thick substance that's built up from like under their, under their foreskin. Yeah. It's, it's I've like, never seen that. I don't want to see it. And it's, it, to it stinks bad. <laughs> Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Question four. How long does it PR take you to? The fuck off. Kiara, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Question number four. How long does it take you to get yourself off on average? Oh, bitch. Probably like thirty minutes. <laughs> I know that's a really, I know that's a really long time, right? But like for me, I like to like, I like to stop and then I like to start again and then I like. Oh, to stop. you're like an edger. You're an edging ass bitch. bitch. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn, I'm changing I your. Do it. I like the edge. The edge I'm, is my favorite I'm changing part. your contact name to Edger. <laughs> <laughs> it's edge no longer. Late. It's no longer Danny Deep Throats. It's now going to be Edger in my phone. Anyhow, question number five: Where's the weirdest place you've had sex? Should I, the, the car one? The car while I was driving, probably. That was so uh, okay. uncomfortable. Okay. Um, number six, what's the first thing that sexually attracts you to someone? What the fuck? I, I'm trying to think, like, off top, but I literally am, like, men are, men are just men. Like, there's nothing. You just love everything. Exciting okay. about them. You probably love their everything. voice. Okay. Yes. Number seven, most amount of times you've had sex in 24 hours, where he actually like, came. Like, 10. Yes. <laughs> number number eight. Would you rather have a threesome with a stranger or someone you know and trust? Oh, someone I know and trust. Okay. So this yeah. question goes with this one. So would you rather be in a two girls, one guy, or two guys, one girl threesome? Two girls, one guy. Okay. Number 10. Would you rather be with somebody who comes too quickly or someone who never makes you come? Someone Ooh. who never makes me come. Probably. Wait. Someone who, never makes me, someone who never makes me come because I could do that shit myself, but I'm going to be really upset if somebody, like, if sex is only two minutes, like, repetitively, I couldn't do it. Yeah, you, you might as well throw them in the trash. Okay, last question for Danielle. What makes you horny in seconds? What makes Damn that baby. pussy pulsate? Oh my gosh, honestly, when my boyfriend holds a baby. I'm not going to lie to you. When he is holding a baby or any interacting with any type of children, I'm just like, yeah, like you can, you can get me pregnant, bro. You can get it. I'm ready. Like I'm ready. So I know that sounds so weird, but that is, those were my 10 questions. Those were her 11 questions. Danielle is now out of the hot seat and now I am in the hot seat, bitch. So let's, Let's go. Okay, question number one. Get your coochie eight or your butt eight for the coochie. rest of your life. Coochie. Coochie. Okay, have you ever faked an orgasm? 
Yes, 100 million times. <gasps> Have you ever lied to a man about a sex game and told him it was bomb when it really sucked? Yes. What? I don't feel like you would do that. Lie? I feel like you would just like ghost the motherfucker. I've, I've lied. <laughs> I've lied. I've, I've lied. lied I've lied and ghosted at the same time. Like, okay. gone like the wind. Yes. All right. The craziest place you've done it? Fuck. Um, outside of my house. Marry a guy from Hawaii forever or marry a man from New York City? Damn. New York City. New York City? Yeah, bitch. Okay. What's your signature move in bed? Ooh. The I one, I get I'm in like a, I get, I get on top and I get in like a squat position and I bounce up and down like some Megan shit. And because I'm so I'm so small, like it's just so. I had one guy, the last guy that I was messing around with, and he was like, I did that, and he was like, Whoa! And he she was has like, amazing Dang. legs. I bet you Kiara's freaking can do freaking <laughs> face. I don't know what it's called, the freaking thing where they make you sit on the wall. I bet you can do that for like forever, bitch. Oh, wall sits. <laughs> Next. Okay, question. have you ever done it in the same room as another couple? I think so. What? Well, not at the same time. Like, say but it's I, like I, I had, night and I, I had room. did it, and somebody was like, two people were laying on another bed, and I was laying in another area, and I was doing that. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like technically it's not, but like yes, kind of. That is that is basically it. Like same room. That's what I say. So, but I was <laughs> thinking like back to back for sure. But like no, 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 not you yet. Did it. You I haven't did done it. that She yet. did it, though. The answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> would you have, would you rather have an amazing quickie or, like, a bad sex marathon? Oh, fuck. Amazing quickie, but really bad sex marathon. Amazing quickie. Like, there's amazing no question quickie. about it. Like, we can do, like, five million quickies. Like, yes. Please. Most times, you've done it in a day. Ten. Ten. Oh! You're like we should. That should just be our number. That we should ten. get like a. We should get those like baseball New jerseys. Yeah, shirts <laughs> and put the number ten on it. And no right. one's gonna know why besides you guys. So me, that's, me, that's yeah, awesome. me and you and the rest of everyone else. Favorite foreplay? Oh um, fuck. Uh. You know, like whips and chains to be like schoolgirl shit. Like, what do we like? What do we uh, foreplay? my favorite foreplay i don't even know he's know. just like ooh. What i know it? i know i just did this remember <laughs> um where i i played with myself and i stroked his dick at the same time and he didn't have to do shit he's just watching me he's watching me and i'm stroking at the same time while playing with myself like he was like he smiled and he i was like what and he was like I like it. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> is that the end? Learn some things. Let's learn some things from Kiara. Yeah, that was like, that was the last question. So that's our hot seat. Kiara had way better questions this freaking No, time. it's not. No, I didn't. I liked your questions. I liked your questions. I like your questions still, you know? <laughs> But um, anyhow, guys, that is it for today's episode. I know this one might be a, like pretty fucking long, to Holy be honest. Shit, yeah. Like we just went into like so depth. But honestly, it's good for the soul. Like if you've made it this far, thank you so much for you know tuning thank the fuck you for in. Fucking with us. Yeah. You know, 
podcasts, what I do. I'm not even a big podcast podcast person, <laughs> but I've been listening to it in the shower. I've been listening to it in my car on my way to anywhere. So yeah, you just pause and you start it up. Yeah. Segments. And eventually you'll finish the episode. But anyhow, guys, that is it for episode three called. What's Bitch, it called? that's toxic. Bitch, that's toxic. That's it. Um, do not forget to follow us on Instagram at HNSD Podcast. Yes. And our YouTube channel, go and subscribe to us there where you can watch the full Zoom video. Um, that is Ho oh No She Didn't Podcast. And I always say this, but don't forget to click the link in our bio where you can watch our recent episodes as well as give us suggestions or give us answer some questions. If you want us to answer any questions, tell us any stories, please click the link in our bio, go on Suggestion Ox and do your thing. We love you guys. We get so much amazing feedback from everybody and we really appreciate you guys for listening to us. It just makes our hearts so fucking happy and you give us a confidence to continue to do what we're doing. Yeah, every single time, you know, every time we receive feedback, it's just like, even if it's just one person saying like, hey, I fucking love this shit, like I love relating to you guys, it just fills us up so, so much. You guys have no idea. I know we repost it on social media, but like, we text about it all the time, like, damn, like, this is crazy, (laughs) but tearing up, (laughs) (laughs) but anyhow, we will see you guys on episode four, um, and we out. Peace. Peace.